0: Welcome to the All-in-One podcast for middle school language arts teachers. I'm Linda and I've been a teacher for over 30 years. I can help you with tips, tricks, and motivation that will simplify your planning, streamline your teaching, and enjoy more free time. Well hey there, it's Linda. If you're listening in real time, It is almost time for Thanksgiving break, glory, hallelujah. I know how difficult the weeks leading up to Thanksgiving can be. If I'm being honest, it was always so overly busy for me that it was a bit difficult to enjoy at times. So I'm just wanna give you a reminder to do your best. I know that sounds very trite and I don't mean it that way, but really, Do your best to show yourself some grace here and don't try to do every little thing. Um, And that's a lesson that I kind of never learned and I'm hoping that you will be able to learn that lesson. But in any event, Thanksgiving, as we know, can be a really nice holiday and a way to make some good connections in class with meaningful activities. Um, As a language arts and social studies teacher, It's something that I incorporated every year. And it really is what you make of it. And I have some good ideas from my many years of experience that I'd like to share with you. Before we get into today's topic, though, I want to make sure that you know that I always mention freebies in my podcast. In this podcast, I'll be mentioning one that you really don't want to miss. I really want to encourage you to sign up for my email list because I do a bunch of freebies, and as I do, I start sending them out to my subscribers. And I'll also alert you when I have a sale or there's a new product, so you definitely want to opt into that. Um, Everything that I mention will be linked in the show notes for your convenience, so don't forget to check that out. Okay, so let's get to it. Today we are going to talk about Thanksgiving in your middle school language arts class. We're going to discuss writing, Thanksgiving themed activities, choice boards, and class discussions. What I want to emphasize from the get go, though, is just putting a turkey on a writing paper or a grammar activity is really not enough for a middle schooler. like I said, I feel that Thanksgiving is such a genuine holiday and that if we stick to the real meaning, it can be very worthwhile as a language arts teacher. So the first thing I wanna talk about is writing. Many, ki- many teachers have kids each year write what they're thankful for, maybe on a feather and stick it up on a turkey. And while I don't think there's anything wrong with that, it's really not enough for a middle schooler um writing a list of things that you're thankful for it's been overdone by the time they get to this grade level and they might make it a bit surface and not as deep and meaningful as you want them to go so i have some suggestions one thing that i'd like to recommend is to try some poetry with poetry the choices are endless and don't let poetry scare you i so Teachers and kids alike are afraid of poetry and really when it's done right, it becomes the thing that kids like the most because it's very free form. For example, you can do something as simple as an acrostic with a Thanksgiving word such as, I don't know, cornucopia. And I tell kids at this level that you can't just write a word for each letter of cornucopia, you have to write a phrase and that will make it a little bit more meaningful. So for example, if you take the C in cornucopia and write something like caring for others means helping when no one is looking, something like that, that would be very, a little bit more deep and meaningful um, than just a, a regular list. The thing is, there are so many styles of poetry that we can use at any for any holiday or any time of the year. You can use things like odes and calligrams and masks poems, and they all work well for Thanksgiving. I do wanna tell you that my absolute favorite product in my store is my poetry choice board. Poetry is kind of my thing. Um, The choice board has 15 different styles of poetry for kids to write 15 different poems. And it's something that you can use all year, but it would be perfect to start with this at Thanksgiving. There's directions, there's clear examples, and kids can very easily select the style of poem that they want to write and write it about Thanksgiving. Um, It's not only just that you're addressing the holiday here but you are addressing skills such as figurative language and you know stuff like that in a way that's a little more creative and something that they will hopefully care about a lot more poems also make a great display if you're in need of a new bulletin board all right a second kind of writing is letter writing Um, it has to be authentic though and What I do is I have kids write a meaningful letter, emphasis on the word meaningful, to someone for whom they are grateful. And I give them a list and I keep it within the school. Um, I put specific people such as cafeteria workers with their name, not just cafeteria worker, the principal, their bus driver, the custodians, people who are often left out and not given like that class, that teacher gift. <laughs> um, they're going to need, kids are going to need clear directions though, and you might want to do some brainstorming before you begin. I think the biggest problem is when we just say, write a letter to someone that you're thankful for, and we're not specific enough, and we're not getting, you know, excited enough about it, um, and we're not making it feel as important as it really is. Um, I had my kids do this and some of the people who received the letters were truly beside themselves. To get a personal letter that is well-written and thoughtful from a middle school age student who appreciates you is something that does not happen often. So don't miss this opportunity. Like I said, be sure to give examples so kids can really see how you want their letter writing to look. Not like an assignment, but something that comes from the heart. So I always write my own letter so that the, and I read it to them so that they can see what I'm looking for. Okay, and the third and last type of writing I'd like to talk about is a creative writing activity. You can have them write a story about Thanksgiving. However, again, the problem we run into is when we just say to kids, write a story about Thanksgiving. You know kids are lost in this. I mean, think about if you had to do it, you would feel like, what do I do? Where do I start? Um, The reason that kids were struggling with this when I first started doing it is that I wasn't really providing enough specific support and examples for them to use. So I came up with a seasonal series of something that I call right around the room. Um, I have a bunch of posters, I'm gonna call them posters, I really just print them on regular paper, but each contain, there are nine posters and they each contain a story component, such as genre, setting, main character, minor character, problem, uh, that kind of a thing. And when they get to, let's say they're at the setting poster, I have There are six choices, so I have them roll the dice, and whatever number they roll is the setting that they will use, and they record it. So their setting might be at their Thanksgiving table, or their setting might be at the class Thanksgiving celebration or the parade. So I try to make it very seasonal and very specific for them. And they go around the room, they get their choices, and then they have enough there that they can write a creative story. Um, By the way, you don't have to have them use dice. They can just simply go around and choose the one they want, but sometimes using dice makes it a little bit more interesting and fun. Um, Once they have all their story components, it's gonna be a lot easier to write a real story. One mistake I've made with activities like this that you want to avoid is trying to cram it in on one day. Um, I would do this a week before Thanksgiving and let them work on it a little bit each day, maybe like the last 10 or 15 minutes of your class. And you're gonna be surprised at how creative they can be if you give them the time and structure. And I'll be sure to link that in my show notes. And these, by the way, also make a really good bulletin board display. Okay, so let's talk about Thanksgiving themed activities. Like I said, just using a worksheet with a turkey on it does not make it a Thanksgiving activity. But there are ways to do this that are a little more authentic. You can incorporate a Thanksgiving theme into your more standard lessons such as grammar and vocabulary. So let me give you a few examples. So if you're up to, and you really need to stick with your curriculum and you're teaching, let's say verb tenses, have kids create sentences with different verb tenses using Thanksgiving themes. Like for example, the past progressive tense, we were watching the parade all morning. And you can have them do something as simple as that, and it will give them a little bit of a connection maybe you're doing a lesson on direct objects, you can have kids write a Thanksgiving theme story that includes them. For example, my grandma gave me mashed potatoes, even though I don't like them. mashed potatoes being your direct object. And that, that would be kind of an easy way to incorporate that into a story. You can do vocabulary sentences that have a Thanksgiving theme. So if you have a regular vocab list that your kids are working on, let's say the word is intricate, they could write a sentence like the turkey float and the parade had such an intricate design on the feathers. So even though those kind of activities are not quite as meaningful, in my opinion, as writing a, a letter of appreciation or a, A a poem it is a way to address it while you're still keeping up with your regular curriculum Um, if you need a quick win I'm going to link a boom card activity that I created on figurative language and poetic devices I don't know if you've ever used boom cards if you haven't I was very late to the party on this one and I will tell you they are amazing they they they're fun they're interactive and best of all They are self-correcting. So that would be, they would make a really good activity uh, for that day before the break when you have kind of a shortened, we usually have a short session the day before Thanksgiving. I'm guessing most schools do. So you might wanna check that out. And the last thing I wanna talk about, no, it's not the last thing. (laughs) The next thing I want to talk about are choice boards for Thanksgiving activities. I mean, listen, in my opinion, a choice board is the way to go all year for any holiday or for any kind of thing that you need a variety in middle school. I love them so much that I have created 26 different choice boards and they are available in my store, Um, but they're for a variety of purposes and holidays throughout the year. And I do have one for Thanksgiving. Um, like I said, I have one for poetry. And here, But here's what I love about choice boards. You can leave them up in the weeks leading up to the holiday. They're perfect for your fast finishers. Um, when the activities are printed, they make a great bulletin board display. And most importantly, they provide a variety of activities for kids and as we know, kids gravitate to ideas with that align with how their brain functions, so you always want to have that available to them. You can easily, well, with some time, you can make your own choice board. If you do, make sure you include many types of activities, such as writing and drawing and creating songs. Um, if you want the one that's already done for you, specifically for Thanksgiving, I will link it in my show notes. But I also wanna make sure that you know, I do have a free Thanksgiving choice board sampler. My regular choice board has 15 activities, my free sampler has five, and I hope you'll grab it because I know it will be very helpful to you if you're looking for a quick win. Okay, and the last thing I wanna talk about is a class discussion. Having a genuine discussion is not always easy to do, but when it's done right, it can really be a highlight in your class. Middle school kids are not too old to share what they love about a holiday, holiday, what they don't love about a holiday, and their thoughts in general. And most of us are more than capable of having this type of genuine discussion. However, I know that the day before Thanksgiving break is usually very hectic. It's usually, usually a short session, um, an early dismissal. The, the kids are pretty hyped up. So we need something meaningful but easy to do. And if you're looking for a good directed class discussion, please check out my Thanksgiving Jamboard. It has has 10 fun and very purposeful prompts. Um, Some of the prompts are things that are just silly and fun. Well, not silly, but just kind of fun, like cranberry sauce, yes, no, or sometimes. And um, another prompt is, what is your favorite Thanksgiving tradition? And I provide you with a blank slide as well so that you can add your own prompts that will help you, you know, to personalize it more for your students. What I do is with the 10 prompts, I usually give kids about 10 minutes to answer them all, and then we discuss them. And you're going to be surprised at how passionately kids are going to talk about how they feel about something like cranberry sauce or about something maybe a little more meaningful, like what they are most grateful for in regards to school. Okay, so that's it. I hope that that these ideas were helpful to you. Um, We talked about writing, Thanksgiving themed activities, choice board and class discussion. Be sure to tune in next week because we're going to talk more about fast finishers. Um, It's a topic that many teachers struggle with and I have some practical ideas to help you. Before you go, I want to take a moment to cordially invite you to join my Facebook group. It is really brand new and the teachers who joined are engaged and have great tips. If you are new, you're going to find that it's a great place to get inspiration and ask your questions. And if you're a veteran teacher, you'll be surprised at some of the ideas you've never considered. And I'll be sure to leave a link to that in the show notes as well. I hope this information was helpful. Be sure to check the links that I mentioned in the show notes. My email is available there as well in case you have questions or comments. You can also DM me on Instagram at All in One Middle School. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you in the next episode.